0: Welcome, dear readers, to Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. So if you have no idea what's going on,
1: don't worry, it'll pass. Speaking of passing, uh, Kaki, would you come and uh, wander up along with me, oh. please?
0: Oh, uh, that's unusual. Yeah, uh, yes. yes, okay. We're heading up
1: to the, uh, the first floor today. For our American readers at home, that's the second floor. Oh, stairs. Yes. Oh. I've got to say
0: Kate I'm a little bit intimidated by well, this because I've been I've been exploring mostly like the two-dimensional space of the of the ground and then I've gone I've gone up along the bookshelves but yeah. like these stairs I've seen them shimmering on the horizon oh, they're, I've I've never they're, I've never dared to they're
1: left behind the grimoire cage so yeah
0: is it safe oh yeah totally Okay, well, you 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 lead the way, and I'll, I'll follow yeah, you. Just, I've got to say, I'm just, I'm just a little okay. bit, I'm just a little oh, bit. Oh, no, it's fine. Don't, it. don't worry about it. Like okay. we're, just, we're just
1: going to a different floor of the library.
0: Oh, this uh, is exciting.
1: Yeah, so I mean, we've been doing this for uh, quite a while now, and I think you've proven yourself um, well uh, established in the in the routines of the library, and I think it's time to oh, wow. uh, um, go to the more advanced books. This is amazing. So I'm I'm literally moving up in the world. You are, yes. In fact, oh yes, I hadn't yeah. even, even considered that. But wow, yeah, yes, we are. Uh, you there are there moving a up a lot we're, of stairs. We are going to the. Uh, uh, yeah, just, it's it's a bit of a walk. I can barely see the floor anymore. Uh, yeah. Are we still going up? Just look at the stairs. Yes, we're going okay, up. Okay, just focusing I mean, on, like the on the stairs. We're, we're not. It's not far. It's just just a little bit longer, and we'll be up in the first it's floor. Where is is the air getting thin up here? Well strictly speaking yes but it probably shouldn't be that noticeable yet okay okay uh, just through this door here and we are on the uh, on the library it looks almost the same as the ground floor yeah Astonishingly the same. Yeah, it's just that the books are slightly different here. Uh, we've got a slightly different cataloguing system. Oh, yeah, they've got different runes on the Dewey Imperial system. Yes. Uh, so the problem here is that the books here are a little bit more advanced.
0: Now, ad- advanced in what way? Like like older readers for older readers with, yeah. with bigger words? Is that what no, you mean?
1: No, no, no. It's more that the books here have a bit of a will of their own. Oh,
0: Reading the books here can mm, influence reality. Can influence. Okay, but you say that so casually, as if that's a normal thing for libraries. Is it a normal thing for libraries? Because I haven't been to yeah, one My library. Okay.
1: The problem here is like, well, for once I think you're ready for these kind of books, and we'll we'll see we'll, we'll see about that because unbeknownst to you, this week's book that we are reviewing is from this floor. Uh, oh, so wow. Uh, yeah, I uh, guess you didn't notice the difference in the, no, in the notation that, system. No, I guess maybe
0: that means that, that I am ready for it. Maybe that means that yes, I just didn't really true. pay attention. However,
1: the problem here is the books keep rearranging themselves, so it'll be your task to make sure that everything gets properly arranged and catalogued.
0: Question. Yes. My usual standard for keeping things organized is, I would say, chaotic good. Yes, so best effort. That's probably going to work very well in this, with the books here. Yeah, it's, okay, it's, so it's the, more like a that's a decent library ar- alignment. I was
1: going to say it's going to be more like a, a coercion effort than a pick them up and stack them in the right spots because that's not oh. going to
0: work. Well, I have some experience with that with the the, the erstwhile uh, hebdomnary dude ranch that exactly. I exactly and, and laborium.
1: Yeah. I mean, that would not fly here. I mean, it didn't right, fly because w- laborium didn't fly downstairs either. D- but
0: well, uh, technically, it's quite successful for the uh, three raccoons in a trench coat that oh, are currently right, yes. the mayor of the book fort that I built. But they're not flying. No, and that's true. And okay, here, so the you know, books here are going to fly. It could. I mean, okay, like so I said, I they have a habit a of they have, they have a habit of moving around when you are not watching them. So how, how did you handle this in the past? Do you watch them all the time or do you just sort of
1: sort of adapt? I, I, I made sure that there was a junior librarian or sorry, a librarian here who was... <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, no, it, it sounds <laughs> like this it. is one of those jobs that you've maybe always delegated. Is that is that... Whenever I can. Like it might have been neglected for the past 87 weeks. But then I have one more question. Yeah. Which costume slash armor would you recommend for this job? Now you've seen some of my uh, my, my my various outfits, okay. my my little uh, tweed romper and my little pith helmet and uh, the uh, pro or anti bear suit. Yes. Um, well, I would
1: think pro or anti bear suit, but more really that dangerous. Oh no 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 no! I'm just uh, thinking aesthetic. I would if I were you, oh. I would uh, go think cardboard samurai. That would probably we work very
0: well. <sighs> Yes, yes. Oh, this is going to be glorious. Yes, I'll be the. Oh, I'll be the. I'll be the level one. Can we call it that? The first floor. Can we sure. call it level one? Yeah, there we go. Cardboard samurai. Oof, oof. I mean, it's a lot of responsibility that you're entrusting me with. Like, I feel. Oh, I, feel I, th- I feel. I think really... you have proven yourself uh, so far.
1: You. So yes, don't get disoriented. If you wake up tomorrow and you think that you're still on the ground floor. You're not. It might look the
0: same. It's very similar. Okay, so how can I be sure? I mean, if it if if, if this is one of those rascally rivalry floors that likes to yeah. warp one sense of reality, which it mm-hmm. sounds like it is. Uh, yeah, well, how can I? Sleep- you're not a sleepwalker, are you? Do sleepwalkers generally know that? Ooh, it's generally other people tell them that they. I mean. Kind yeah, and uh, the only other depends. person I've met in, like, 89 weeks is you, and only when you descend from the sky for the actual recordings, and then and then not a lot of time this, in
1: between. Yeah, okay, well, don't worry about it. Like, uh, you can check the system, and also, you know, if the books stay in place too much, then you're probably back on the ground floor but unless you actually go descend along
0: a long staircase. Yeah, it is quite a while. and it It's is. giving me vertigo. I mean, looking down at it is way more intimidating than looking yeah, up. Just, like don't, it's just, straight straight don't, do, just don't do that. Uh, I no, mean, okay.
1: I, we can put a few stacks in front of it if you don't want to. Uh, yeah, no, I think that'd be good. That sounds like a very good that'd idea. That'd be good. Ooh,
0: uh, seems to like... Ooh, there's sort of a... Um, a sort of a fuzzy static field around these stacks. Like, like oh, when, you, when you bring your fingers a little closer to them. Oh, yes. Like it's, little sparkles it's between It's a
1: little, uh, yeah, kind of like you're trying to push two magnets together yeah. with the same polar polarity.
0: Oh, this is exciting. Kind of feeling. Yeah, you
1: can just have to grab them firmly and it'll be fine. That's what I always say. Well,
0: yes. <laughs> I mean, it goes double for books. So, so, yeah, grab them with both hands and just and just go for it, as we did this week, because, yeah, I thought this was quite a special book. It
1: was. It is, like I said, it's from this floor. It's, uh, I brought it down for you, too, so you could read it over the past week, and then we can now oh, do a review wow. of it.
0: That's awesome. So That's it's awesome. Like so The fact
1: that the fact that you're still here, like, is also very promising. That it's uh, <laughs> not going to. Uh, it might have even behaved if it stayed in one place. Did you never notice that it like
0: was on the diff- other uh, other side of where you of you when you woke up? You know, it's just a fragment of haze, haze of confusion anyway, whenever whenever there's nobody around, like, time just ceases to mean anything, space is uh, is optional. So I just take things as they, as they go. I mean, I'm used to things being in other places, because if it's not the, the bookworms or the raccoons or the voliboraptors uh, formerly F- moving fair, things around. Fair point. So uh, I think I'll adapt to this weirdness quite well. I tell you what, I am committed to succeeding brilliantly. That sounds like a f- and very good thing. I'll note that in your performance review that, your that, is your,
1: that is your commitment and that's how you're going to go ahead with this uh, new project. Hell yes. Sounds fantastic.
0: Speaking of the library Raptors, I think we're going to see a few of those in, in this week's book, aren't we? Oh my goodness! Yeah, I was. Oh, my my heart was uh, swole at the at the at the sight of all these these dinosaurs on the cover, and mm. reminded me of uh, uh, the friends that I made among the uh, among the that uh, that formerly inhabited the, uh, the the ground floor of your library. Right when they weren't biting you, mm, you know they've got one utensil
1: true well they have that little cute little do or something
0: yeah it's it, it's not much it's adorable but it's uh, it's not much which is one of the plot points in uh, in this week's book is not ah, it yes. so by
1: eric flint and Reich e spore i suppose Rike, Rick, R Y K R A K E. No, I like that. Ricky Spore. Um, that seems to make sense. <laughs>
0: Ricky Spore. And Eric Flint. He's a veteran. Yes, we've had him several times in the past. We certainly have. Uh, and, and and not through any any effort, but he just seems to...
1: Pop-up from time to time.
0: Yeah, on and a it, lot of baffling books. As one does. I mean, it is a very baffling
1: cover. I mean, the book's called Boundary, uh, and we have a number of dinosaurs around a crashed spaceship.
0: Yes, and if you look down at your podcasting device, you should should be seeing the cover of today's book, and if not, you can check the show notes for an image and a link at CoverMyAssCast on Twitter or com, where you'll find episode 89, Boundary by Eric Flint and Ricky Spohr. And yeah, there's... Oh, I always love it when I can say this. There's a lot going on on this there cover. There is. There is. We have three different kinds of dinosaurs. Yeah, there's trikes in the background. Yeah, um, is the, it tricer- Yeah, I think they're triceratopses. Oh, okay.
1: Uh No, actually, they've only got two horns But it looks Yeah, like. right. Yeah, so... Uh, bicer- oh, yeah, uh, And then there's like a, I don't know, is it a T-Rex? I don't know. It has a fairly narrow muzzle, so it's probably not yeah, a T-Rex. Yeah, and a big
0: crest. that maybe Allosaurus,
1: Megasaurus. Um, Ankylosaurus. Uh, oh, No.
0: Erectopus
1: Erectopus There we go
0: I remember that From my notes now Oh very good Uh, And uh, the spaceship
1: uh, Which is a Crashed I don't know It's a fighter I see a machine gun There uh, In the foreground It's
0: got got lovely Like curlicues On the sides All these these Lovely engravings
1: Yeah the signals And I assume Those are for
0: Temporal systems Yes, because it's not just a spaceship; it's a time ship. Like I love these high concept books that that, that just go all over the place and really push the boundaries, eh, uh, oh, of the imagination. Yes. Yeah.
1: Spaceship crashed on dinosaur planet, or actually crashed on Earth when during the yes, time of the dinosaurs. Yes, during the the
0: Cretaceous era, the, yes. the the time of the extinction of the dinosaurs.
1: Yes, the book opens with a couple of uh, Barbara and John Meddlesome, uh, <laughs> yes,
0: who are described as a pair of chrono gorillas. Guerillas, yes. 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 That I was I was just immediately captivated by this idea that there's some kind of time conflict.
1: Exactly. And they are on a course around Earth, do a little bit of plotting and
0: home in on the big space rock which is approaching Earth. Yes, the uh, the legendary asteroid responsible for the extinction of the dinosaurs. Now where did that land again? Like is that is that the one that hypothesized to be the the, the big crater in Mexico? Do you mean the entire Gulf of Mexico basically? Oh, yeah, that's the one, the Gulf of Mexico. So they basically
1: used their little ship to dislodge the flight path of the asteroid. Yeah. Uh, They divert it, uh, put a little bit of light pressure against it, and just it just needs a little bit. If you get there early enough, you only give it a small push to uh, get it to miss Earth. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's far enough away, then a few degrees makes all the difference. Exactly. However, in doing so, they doomed themselves. Yeah, they ran into some
0: unspecified trouble, didn't they?
1: In fact, when they were only trying to... um, divert the asteroid and uh, therefore uh, prevent the uh, extinction level event that wiped out the dinosaurs, Yeah, they didn't manage that, but they crashed on Earth. Uh, and I think that's what we're seeing now, which is the dinosaurs investigating the
0: crash site. Yes. It's at this point that we learn some more about dinosaurs in this era of uh, uh, of the Earth. And that's going to kind of be the, the theme of this book, as we follow history proceeding from this, this moment of divergence where yeah. the extinguishing asteroid fails to hit, uh, uh, hit Earth, Earth and then seeing what happened. And we learn more about these, uh, these dinosaurs that are far more advanced than the simple animals that we imagine them to be in popular imagination. Vastly more cultured and vastly more
1: yeah. uh, evo- e- evolved, I suppose, than we think the plan was to get the uh, asteroid out of the way and then let nature take its course and do their thing but of course in crashing the ship they
0: gave the uh, dinosaurs a little bit of extra to uh, to work with yes which which initially seems like it's it's going to have a a, a wonderful wonderful result because these dinosaurs are remarkably peaceful living together in harmonious communes mm-hmm. and even like We know that there are predators, right? And we know that there are herbivore dinosaurs, and you would imagine that they would be at each other's throats. Yeah. Um, But... But no, we discover that none of their predation is aimed at other dinosaurs because mm. they're already practicing mammal husbandry.
1: Oh, yes, they're like, uh, feeding the little rodents and stuff, which are... Uh, exactly, like them, uh, herding the
0: little primates into yeah. pens and uh, uh, and seeding the right kind of trees where they yeah. like to hang out and, and then this, devouring them by the bushel. Field. And some of the, uh, the the dinosaurs are adamantly vegan and... Uh, yeah, but even they do appreciate the, the the value of some of the animal husbandry because the, the primates, oh, the primates, they got these clever things. They've got these clever things called hands yeah. uh, that the dinosaurs famously lack. They're well, not some very good yeah, okay, yeah, but they're little, little grabbers and they're, they're yeah. not really... Yeah, and unfortunately the space claw hadn't been invented yet. Right, so they're kind of dependent on manual labour. Ah, manual labour. Manus means hand. There's oh. already a joke in there. Oh. But no, yes, Manu- yes, that's right. I must have misread it. I must have misread it. <laughs> manual labour. <laughs>
1: And they're using the primates and the little monkeys and the whatnots to do housekeeping tasks. And they find the wreckage of the of the ship, and then they notice the two, the couple of chrono gorillas, their their bodies, and they realize, like, oh, this is something weird. Like they look just like the primates, but they're, and they have more even possible. cleverer hands. And look at what they're making. And they have no idea where it came from, of course. they, yeah. they saw the ship streaking down, and it's in remarkable good shape considering the fact that it crash landed.
0: Barbara and John have the good fortune to to meet first. Uh, uh, I mean. I'd Honestly, rather a cute little dinosaur called a, a Bambi Raptor, yeah. which is a real thing. Okay, like I, I really liked how throughout most of this book and many of the chapters, all the all the dinosaur names that I encountered, while they were fucking weird, yeah. actually were real dinosaur names. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's a good thing that about 150 years ago, when dinosaurs started uh, getting discovered, all the scientists and stuff were like hardcore into Latin and stuff like that, and giving them all the yes. Latin names because otherwise, if, if it happened these days, these things would be like called uh, like a Heckenchunksaurus or something. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Yeah. Now we have all these fancy Latin names or, or named after the uh, location where they were found, like the, the Utheraptor. That just springs to mind for me.
0: Yeah, and the uh, there's a few that I happen to know off the top of my head. I, don't, I didn't even have notes for them. Mm-hmm. The The Avalanchurus let me see, Avalancturus Stari, the Avalancturus Lenoni. Avalanchurus Simoni and Avalancheus Garfunkeli. Oh, how does that work? It's like do you, I mean, I guess if you discover one, you get to name it. But correct, correct, and and like this person also named a, a, a whole series of other dinosaurs after the members of I think the Sex Pistols. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, uh Viciousy, Roteni um and the other Sex Pistols that I don't know. I'm the amazed if you my, even know one of them. Of my head, vicious. Know.
1: I have not. Johnny Rotten? I recognize the name, but I wouldn't have... If, if you'd put me on the spot, I wouldn't have been able to... Uh... Speaking of putting on the spot, if you had to name a dinosaur, what would you name it? Oh, um, I would call... Depends on what kind of dinosaur it is. Big one. A Big one. Okay. I would probably call it a... Well, I can't say heck and chunkosaurus now, but that's already... Yeah, done that, I, yeah done that one. Done that one. Damn, shot my powder too <laughs> early.
0: Yeah. Uh, I would call it a librerosaurus. Uh, the librerosaurus. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go for potentiosaurus but... Oh, okay. No, no I think a librerosaurus Librarosaurus. Be the best I one remember. here. I mean, it's certainly better I mean, the than of, the fucking Gasosaurus. Which is the second dinosaur that they meet? Which, uh, yeah, uh, f- f-
1: unfortunate flatulence. Uh,
0: first contact goes not go very well between these uh, it's between these one of those species. herbivores. I mean, it's like have you ever seen a hippo fart? I'm alive, aren't I? So no.
1: <laughs> I, oh, I mean, not not in person. But, oh, yeah. oh, oh,
0: well, still no. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: So because it's, I'm it's, sane, aren't I? It's not pretty.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, first contact. I mean, they're they're shocked, of course, that they find themselves in a situation where they n- didn't mean to be, and they realize that yeah. not are, not only are they changing history as they plan- Planned to, they are also like like influencing themselves now.
0: I suppose. Not only did they discover that history is quite different than they imagined, but they're now also responsible for uh, for changing it even more. Right, and
1: unfortunately, they, as, as proper chrono they can justify to themselves that it's like it was meant to be, or that's like it's just right. And yes, like
0: yes, exactly, exactly. I'm only fulfilling my own destiny. Exactly. In and y- the fact that we're just like, we're only going to move the uh, asteroid out
1: of the way, but now we're contaminating history rather than just changing it. It's a bit of a weird argument,
0: but I mean, whatever it takes. I mean, they don't really have a choice. I mean, their craft is largely destroyed, at least yeah. the, the go parts for the temporal engine. The, the beautifully crafted sigils that we see on the cover. They mm. are gorgeous, aren't they? It is. It's a... So at this point, I was very curious to see how this how this world would develop. Mm. How these, these these changes, how the like, continued existence of dinosaurs and the... Influx of uh, uh, some more advanced technologies would influence how the world looks in the in the future, and I was delighted to see that that's that's actually the structure
1: of this book. Yes, I mean this is just the first few chapters. Like the first one is a little bit of space opera and moving the asteroid, and there's the, the crash in the first contact with the, with the dinosaurs. But then soon enough, the, the book takes a huge leap in time, and the the Meddlesons are no longer uh, alive. When it jumps to uh, the proceedings of Allosaurus the Great, who is busy, uh, <laughs> yes. Busy conquering, uh, conquering the planet, uh, yes, with his horde right. <laughs> uh, soldiers, uh, yes. both dinosaur and um, a mammalian.
0: Yes, uh, uh, a mammalian, a primate slave army. Uh, 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 because in our in our history, Alexander the Great was famous for integrating the, the the conquered into his army. Yes, he would defeat a region and would integrate the local like. Marry into the local aristocracy, promote the local uh, 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 generals, much to the displeasure of his own army. Of course, yeah. who were used to the pillaging and, and looting. Going. Yes, Allosaurus the Great was so successful because he made use of all the resources available to him. Uh, d- d- yes. Some would say, more progressive. I think then they like had have to keep the army moving. They couldn't like stop
1: because then it would be to uh, it, it would like deplete the uh, oh the yes. resources. Yes, so, yes,
0: yeah, it have to keep uh, keep moving. I mean, it wasn't as crazy as. Uh, 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 Xerxes the Great, mm. later uh, uh, famous from—I uh, mean, now the the, the movie Three Hundred—but uh, yes, that was uh, that was an army of six million, where dozens of people would would die by lightning strike each night because that's just statistically what uh, happens that, when that you that have that many people you... camping about in the fields. And yes, oh, I guess so. Now, what I liked was—I mean, obviously, so we look at our, our our own history. What are the major differences between this and uh, that history? Dinosaurs, right? Yeah, but there's there's also this through line of something that we saw uh, uh, very early on. These communes where uh, uh, the the former time uh, Chronogorias uh, were adopted into mm-hmm. were all based around sun worship, which makes sense for. A lot of these, a lot of these dinosaurs were cold-blooded. Yeah. So they'd need to spend a lot of time basking in the sun. Their bodies required the heat from the sun in to order be to be able eat. to function. Yeah. Uh, something that is still the case in Allosaurus the Great's uh, uh, time. time. Yeah. Where every morning's battle is preceded by just. Hours of sunning themselves before their muscles work and they can. And uh, d-
1: during which time the mammals are just like busy keeping the camp running, keeping everything tidy, yeah. p- polishing the scales, wa- washing the armor, making sure that everybody is uh,
0: up and ready to go as soon as they warm up enough. Because that was the major advantage of the of the European cultures in this case. They'd they'd, they'd made much better use of their of their manual labor. Ah. so I thought it was very telling that uh, uh, Eric Flint and uh, and Ricky Spore chose this era. Uh, obviously, it's sixty five million years after the after the previous event and. And and, and then they speed through the next centuries, because after uh, uh, Allosaurus the Great, you also have the science of Plesiagoras. Yes. And the the military brilliance of Julius Caesar.
1: Oh, yeah. He was, like, shortly followed in the era by uh, 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 Janashida of Nazareth. (laughs)
0: Janashida. Gen- Genesis Gen- of, of Nazareth, yeah, that's, yes, that's, he that's, was like a very, right. very famous dinosaur. That's right. That's like right. One of the
1: one of the great religious founders, like the
0: Shin of Anatra Buddha, uh, who is also uh, a, who- <laughs> yes. Uh, it was one of those duck-footed uh, dinosaurs that the, the, the Genesia. Like he was actually, if he run, got a got a good run up, he could actually run over water. Oh, that's that's amazing. Yeah, things. right. Like, I, mean, I, I mean, everybody yeah.
1: thought so at the time. I guess if you have like your your toes play out wide enough, and you've got those flippers, those uh, webbings between them. Yep. Then uh, yeah, with a good run up. I mean, it's like it's, it's how legends start. Yeah,
0: certainly and, in this case. I mean, everybody thought it was miraculous because they'd never seen a uh, puebosaur before. A puebosaur. Uh, Kweb-a-sorn. 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 Okay. So it's I, the N-Q-W-E-B, yeah. and that's uh, – the, the N part just the, and then you go into the Cueba. Cuebasaur. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's like I thought it was a
0: Qwerty-saur, but, uh, but um, <laughs> close enough. yes. Uh, 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 leading up to the building of uh, Hadrosaur's Wall. Ah, yes. Between uh, what we know as England and Scotland. Right. But uh, after that, uh, there was like uh, Emperor uh, Neo-Vanatar Venator who
1: was uh, who watched uh, who watched rome burn oh <laughs> yeah and while he while he fiddled as, uh, supposedly and eventually died uh, saying that like I,
0: apparently i have neither friends nor enemies the imagery of Neil venator burning rome is is uh, is rather famous didn't he at one point marry a horse and speaking of uh, no i think
1: he made a horse a senator
0: okay yeah i was going to say speaking of mammal husbandry oh yes eh? i mean from the horse's mouth and all that <laughs> So with the uh, with the fall of the Roman Empire, was there a pun associated with the Roman Empire? The Holy I Roman don't Empire? Think so, no. the scaly Roman Empire. That's the one. That was the pun that was in yeah, the book. Yeah. I remember it ah, now. Yes. Uh, uh, we move on to a, to a next century where uh, uh, we encounter the Vikings, the dinosaur Vikings. Now, ah, I mean, that how does that even work with the cold? Right, Would these like warm-blooded dinosaurs? I mean, I guess we have evolution at this point. So I was curious about that when we got to this part of the part of the book uh, uh, because yeah, like, like there have been some warm. Blooded dinosaurs, but uh, uh, we encounter these, and they're and they're still doing their sun worship. They're still trying to warm themselves in the scant rays of the the sun in the morning. But they have compensated for their their lack of uh, uh, endothermic generation mm-hmm. uh, through the technology of their manual labour. Who are now much more integrated into their right. into their society through uh, handmaids and uh, uh, hand <laughs> servants um, who manufacture for their their dinosaur Viking overlords uh, uh, the the supremely technologically advanced Furnace Armour. Oh,
1: it's like it's, it's kind of like yeah the armor with like a little bit of coal built in so exactly it, I mean and that's the thing if you have like mammal, mammalians to like build yourself a fire you can like get up early in the morning because they just like they say like okay it's time to wake up the Lord and then you just like stoke the fire a little higher and that heat yeah. up the house and it'll warm them up and that I mean I guess that was what brought down the Roman Empire the, sorry the and scale, the, the, scale the scaly Roman the Empire. Scaly Roman Empire here <laughs> Yes. so it's the fact that basically they ran out of wood yeah uh, I mean the original one did that because they, they were uh, chopping it down to make boats and stuff. Stuff like that. I guess in this in, wow. in, in this version of the world's history, it was just for like fueling the,
0: the dinosaurs to make them warm in the change yeah. and history repeating. Yep. Uh so this is why the, the the Vikings were so successful in this in this era. They also possessed a, a technology known as sunstones like yeah. Uh, uh yeah, these were special oh, hold, yeah,
1: yeah, hold them up against the sky and if you can you, you, yes. it kind of helps you see where the sun is because it's the I think it's
0: a um uh, uh, Iceland
1: spar. Oh, yes. Well, I was going to say the effect. I think it's the same as… Uh, oh, it's polarizing. Polarization. Yes. That's the one, yeah, yeah. That's what I was looking
0: for. Uh, you know, there's still, there's still a lot of question about how and whether those worked, but it, it was a technique, uh, it was a technology unique to the Vikings that mm. allowed them to uh, identify the position of the sun on overcast days or even after the setting of the sun. Yeah. Uh, which allowed them to navigate with much much more precision than anyone else could do which is why they could do these raids and in addition to that they had their furnace armor Mm. uh, being able to warm themselves up throughout the cold cold days and practice like up until then northern european warfare was a Twenty-minute a day thing, and ah, eventually, like at all, yeah. everybody on the battlefield, and just sort of Scandinavi- snoozes.
1: Scandinavia just it wasn't like occupied; it was, like, it was yep. just like some some voles and some lemmings, I suppose, that were living there.
0: So this was under the under the reign of Eric
1: the Opalescent, uh-huh. ah, which he was like he was a shining
0: example of uh, yes, and a, and a and a fun little joke for a, a paleontology students out there. There was a pliosaur, which is cousin to a plesiosaur, it's one of yeah. the uh, it's one of the sea dwelling ones, whose bones had had opalized over time just oh, through mineral nice. absorption. Yeah. So when it was when it was discovered, it was gorgeous. And it was I and can it was, imagine, yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. And for some reason, uh, one of the original discoverers named it after Eric Idle. And, ah, and this an idol this sword. skeleton was just Eric. Oh, it was just Eric. Uh, so yep. I thought I thought
1: it would be an idolosaurus <laughs> who think, would right? just be like you know, like uh, just like li- a bit of a layabout who doesn't really do very much. <laughs> that's it's like it w- all reptiles. It was an idolosaurus Yeah, I mean that's yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like it's an idolosaurus. It's just like yeah, I can't be bothered. I'm just like on stage, stay in bed today.
0: But yeah, Eric the Opalescent was a was a was a famous Technosaurus in uh-huh. this case, also a real dinosaur. A if you can believe that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, and this and like I was I was captivated by this this idea um of of new technology. I mean this was as significant to the dinosaur civilizations as the industrial age was to us. Like the idea that you could bring your own heat and just wake it yourself was fan- up.
1: It was fantastic, yeah.
0: Work in the cold. I mean you still kinda have
1: to like get one of your uh hand servants and that's handmaids. Yeah. That's one, yes, to, to, to stoke the fires in the morning. But I guess that's how it works. It's like you just kinda wake up when you get warm enough. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's at least I assume that in how it works. They're kind of like always just kind of like snoozing and like at a very low level of uh, activity. And then when when the heat gets up, they're like, okay, I'm awake now. So, yes, uh, so after we see the, I guess the, the, the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages, the Middle Ages, which led us into the Age of Enlightenment. Oh, What a relief It is I mean like I mean enlightenment Is always good Uh, Yeah I mean I guess We go back a little bit To the uh, uh, The Shinovanator Buddha Uh, I mean they were All about enlightenment (laughs) Yes Uh, that's
0: right And And abandoning Their sun worship In favor of like Reason and logic logic, And science But also the problem of religion. Yeah, uh, and
1: it's like I, th- I thought. I thought it was quite uh, as, as a Dutchman. I thought it was quite interesting that this book went to a, uh, a, f- a famous war in the uh, European war, at least from our uh, point of view, mm-hmm. the Eighty Year War. Ah, yes, between be- uh... b- between the Nidoserlands uh, and the Spanish and the
0: Spinosauruses. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> were, uh, it's like basically. I mean,
1: the, I, I believe the U- in our history it was the Huguenots and the. Uh, that's it, that's it's right. A bit of a pan-European war, actually for the independence of the, uh, in this case, the lands
0: The uh, lands I, I couldn't quite get what the reference it's was. I mean, name of it, it's it's name the of, it's name of... It's the
1: name of... Yeah, Netherlands, and it's the name of a dinosaur. And it's a dinosaur name, kind of, yeah. yeah. And the Spanosaurus, the, the I think they even just made that one up. That's...
0: Hey, they were a creative bunch, Eric Flint and, uh, and Ricky yes. Spoor. Uh, I
1: mean, you're going to run... I mean, they're there's going to be thousands or hundreds of dinos- different dinosaurs known but eventually oh, you're yeah, going to yeah, run yeah. out of useful names
0: that you can use in a book. Yeah but that's the that's great thing. You can just keep making up new ones. I mean nowadays like the, a lot of them obviously are being found in China and they're and they're yeah. being given Chinese names so we now have a, a huge new lexicon mm. that they can be named after. Yes and the Fujisaurus which I believe
1: in Japan, Japan yeah. Fuku- yeah, or Fukushima or something along those lines.
0: Fukushima doesn't sound like it'd be very
1: popular these days. Well I mean they, they have issues with radiation. Funny that. Yeah. It's like, it's like in Interesting how you watch that. If you look at American pop culture regarding radiation, it's usually people being turned into super people, superheroes. And heroes. Yeah. And Japanese pop culture regarding radiation, it's like big destructive monsters killing the city. You'd almost think they have like different
0: uh, different historical uh, events in their history. <laughs> Gosh, really? Yeah. But, uh, so so we proceed through the the era of of industry which is I mean honestly it's a, it's a lot less destructive than uh, uh, than our history because being handless still at this point in their evolution being entirely dependent on their manual labor yes. has made them a lot more like Respectful and uh, they can relate a lot better to the nature around them. So the industrial era is not so destructive. They can they can control right. their their use of energy much better. Their pollution is uh, uh, is much more. Uh, they been doing handled. a lot more. Ber- I mean, of, of course, like the
1: discovery of oil is uh, the great thing. It's like oh, it, yeah, it, it yeah. immediately starts like now. Now they can have like twenty four seven heating. I mean, they, they still I think they still kind of need to like tone down a little bit
0: to. In order I mean, to they still better. need to sleep. Yeah, everybody exactly. needs, uh, needs to sleep. But yeah, we uh, we proceed through the uh, through. The eras into the 20th century the uh, uh, the rise of Elvisaurus ah yes yeah. very popular wasn't that a hipposaurus or something before he got his uh-huh. uh, pelv- uh, no sorry a pelvisaurus, pelvisaurus. A pelvisaurus. Elvisaurus the pelvisaurus that's right <laughs> and at this point there have been some movements among the uh, among the primates that have been mammal husbanded right to acquire some rights of their own not very successfully i mean most recently it's the it's the servant rights movement yes but that is countered by the by the by the sort of well meaning but ultimately quite destructive Devour power Yes And, there, and there, there, there was Of course The
1: civil war On the other continent About uh, you know The rights of hand maids And hand uh, servants Yeah uh, Yeah th- That didn't
0: go as well In this world As it no. did in ours It's uh, it's known as The emancipation decimation Oh yeah That set things back For a long time It did And uh, 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 I mean By the time uh, uh, That we That we close this book When we find ourselves Into the Into what is for us The far future Where this civilization Is at its at its peak And it reminds to me a lot of where they started. They're all living in in commune cities. Like yeah. the, the the principal energy source is solar power. They've returned to the sun worship, and everything is like it's a lovely thing. But this 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 seemingly like idyllic situation is still. I mean, they still haven't resolved the fact that they are dependent on on manual labor, mm-hmm. uh, and even though that's not a big part of their civilization anymore, the, the the remaining primate species have have gathered together into into a bit of a, a resistance known as the Underhand. Uh-huh. Yes. yes, who have in secret in their reservations, with their clever clever hands, been building a time ship of their own. Yeah, and it- we close with the with the launch of. These Chronogearias launching up into, into space, uh, firing up their time drive back in time, at which point they they see their target, the asteroid, the and, meteor that they want to they nudge try- back to Earth. So it actually hits them this time. So who knows? Maybe they'll succeed this time. I, oh, I, I thought that was a very beautiful twist at the end of the book. Right? It, it, I mean, it was a little bit sinister, but the whole theme of it was the, 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 the more things change, the more they stay Stayed the same. Stay the same, yes. Which, as I'm looking around on this on this first floor of the library and I mean I can see my own footsteps, I can see some of my old costumes discarded, it's clearly trying to trick me into thinking that I haven't moved at all yeah that, that seems to be and yet you have ascended. We have ascended and, and yet things are still somewhat the same uh, it, It's interesting how the how the theme of this book reflected yeah. itself in the is that what you meant by more advanced books? exactly. Oh my God! Is this going to
1: happen again? Reading the books affects reality, and whoa! I mean, time travel has always been possible. In the worlds of Carl Sagan, one glance at a book and you hear the voice of another person, perhaps someone dead for a thousand years. To read is to travel through time.
0: Whoa! (laughs) That was fantastic oh, okay, how are we going to rate this book? How are we even oh. going to rate this book? Because it, it, this, this book narrates our lives. It does. Well, let's start with our with our favourite bits. Like, I really enjoyed Alaswar the Great. Yes. He and and yeah. his campaign, like, it, it, that was fantastic and really spoke to me.
1: And, uh, yes, I, I, and I loved the, the mammal husbandry thing. I thought that was a very, <laughs> very good concept to, like, turn the inner eye on, like, the th- things we have in our world. A very good social, political commentary. I thought so, too. Good job.
0: Eric Flint and, uh, and Ricky Sporzy. So, um, re- I mean, rate it out of an eon? Okay, and is, and is that one of those Buddhist eons? It's one of those, like, birds like, eternity
1: things. There's a big mountain, once in a thousand years a bird comes by and sharpens its beak on the mountain, and, like, eternity is when the mountain is worn down to sand. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> out
0: of that, how are we going to rate this book, Crow? <laughs> crow, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the ultimate, the ultimate corvid. So crow out of eternity. Wow, 19, this is
1: corvid nineteen out of eternity. Oh
0: god, too topical. Okay, too topical. <laughs> so uh, speaking of reviews, if you look down at your podcasting device, you should see uh, an opportunity to leave a few little stars for for yours truly We'd love to hear from you uh, what you thought of this week's book. You can get in touch with us at cast on Twitter and CoverMyAssCast. At gmail.com. And we'd certainly love to hear from you if you have an idea for a cover uh, for a baffling book that you'd like us to review but not read. But in the meantime, what do we have in store for our readers next week? Uh, next week's book is by Jenny Lawson.
1: It's called Furiously Happy, a funny book about horrible things.
0: Ooh, that covers it. Thank you for joining us at Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And no more... no, we only no judge a book, book by its cover. cover. This book was up- See, all just, the it was stone like opening, mind-opening. I, I just it's love the idea of standing it's done like like with what oh, we
1: And the invention the of the space claw was a very big thing in this world. It's a little grabber arm that the Apollo astronauts used to take stones from the surface so they didn't have to bend over, you know, the space claw. Oh, yes, I the,
0: just the claw that they used in, the, in the park to pick up yeah, exactly. trash. That, that's that's it. called the space claw. I don't know,
1: that's what I always call it.
0: imagine <laughs> that.